0: So what's popping, peons? It is your girl, Sunshine, aka just Drea, and thank you for tuning in to the fucking podcast, Drea's Diary. I know y'all are like girl. We don't did the spooky season shit. Like I hope you guys are fucking tuned in for the spooky season shit, y'all. I literally fucking petrified myself. I think y'all should be tuned in because I watched all the movies. And um, y'all just trying to kill me with fright. <laughs> Actually, it's me it's me. I'm the problem. But y'all, today I'm going to talk about my healthy relationships and versus my unhealthy relationships. And I decided to take a break from it because from like the little, from the, it's not little because it's a really big deal to me, but from the Halloween horror reviews. Why? Because why not take a break? You know what I mean, and give y'all some real tea. And besides, it's been on my heart lately because I keep on hearing people talk about like these relationships and how they're toxic and how all men are trash and things like that. And as a person who's on social media who talks about the shit and stuff like that, be trying to help y'all out here. I feel like. I can't argue back and forth with some of y'all because some of y'all are not at the same place that I'm at and I feel like if you really want a healthy relationship, I feel like that's something that is easy to acquire and I feel like it comes from having a standard but I'm going to tell y'all how I got into my relationships and how my relationships came out and I'm going to talk about my toxic relationships and my negative and my positive so... I really would just want to get to the point of the whole video where we're talking about healthy relationships because it seems like even when I was because like, I was on TikTok and it's just like my video got content violated like right off the bat. I said I had healthy relationships with men and like how you don't have to constantly do all these things. And I know y'all like, girl, what are you talking about? So we're gonna get into it. So, you guys, I'm 26, but I haven't dated since I was, like, 14, 13. So, you want to put, like, 13 years in the game. Um, I didn't start successfully dating until, like, I was 21. I'm not going to hold you. So, it took eight years of trial and error. And I didn't have my first real good boyfriend until I was, like, 21. And I know y'all like, huh, what are you talking about? It's giving very ghetto. It's giving very da 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 Um... But my favorite boyfriend of all time happened when I was 23. We dated for six months. And we realized that we were not compatible with each other because we had different personalities. And for me, it just wasn't working out. And for him, it just wasn't working out. And we just wasn't in a he- healthy headspace. We ended up breaking up. But I said that's my favorite relationship because in that six months, <laughs> a lot of shit happened. <laughs> and we just realized, like... It's just too intense, and we need a break. And we we, we tried to get back together. Honestly, I was just over it, and I didn't feel like I wanted to double back, and he didn't feel like we wanted to double back. So we like agreed to just be cool and just like chop it up as a breakup, not a bad breakup, but just a breakup. So in this six month relationship, this man taught me how to drive. He bought me a car. Not only did he buy me a car, but I didn't have to have as much sex. I felt safe. I felt secured. I was, like, really living in, like, my little soft princess era. You know what I'm saying? And even after the breakup, anything that I needed to, like, for me to readjust back into life, he helped me out with that for, like, a month or two. And so, all in all, I wouldn't say this relationship was dope as fuck. To be completely and utterly honest, I remember, like, sitting there and when I was there... So, let's talk about how we met. So, when I met him, I met him at the club. And he was buying me drinks all night. I know, right? (laughs) Met in the club. Ah! So, we was in a club, and he was buying me drinks all night. And so, mind you, I wasn't really technically drinking the drinks. I was just, like, giving them, like, to my uncle and shit like that. My uncles, of course, not being the people who wanted to protect me and, you know, have my back and shit like that, left me in the club. So, mind you, it was just me and him. And I could get home, and he was like, he was like, hey, I really want to get to know you outside of this place for real. Like, I seen how, like, you hold yourself and how you do all of this other stuff with the whoop-whoop, yada, yada, yada. He told me his name. He told me about himself. And then he was like... And he was like... He was like... He was like... I could call you an Uber. So, you don't have to spend your own money. And like... I see no money. Like, you just like... You know what I'm saying? Like, you only got to tell me, like, where you stay at. Just like... Whatever. So, when he first met me, he wanted to do for me. So... I was like, okay, cool, and he respected the fact that I may or may not want to go to his house. Mind you, it was my birthday weekend. I wanted to, I wanted to fuck some shit, so I went home with him. And literally the next day, I had to go to work, and I had called in like earlier to tell him that I wasn't gonna be able to make it. So I told him this man, cause he was like an hour away from my house drop me off to my house or pick me up and you know i'm thinking this is gonna be the end of it this man called me the next day and said i was really serious about getting to know you and i seen that you picked up flowers and shit like that so i wanted to get you flowers this man bought me a big ass bouquet of flowers told me to throw away the old flowers that i had bought and he said you don't have to be hyper independent about me he said he said i really do want to get to know you and during that time he taught me how to drive and he was communicative he was honest and i know y'all like what like what did he do um so mind you he was a truck driver and I know you're like, truck drivers are cheetahs, they don't do right for you, all of this other shit, right? This man always made sure that I felt secure, and this man would, like, call me, because I had told him, like, I would, because mind you, I was like, I told him, truth, I was like, I said, look, I've been cheated on before, and I'd rather you not cheat on me. So like you don't have to do this. Like we could just be X Y and Z. He was like, Nah, I really like you because like my mom likes you. You're a teacher. You're this great person. Da da da. da. And I said, Sir, you do know that I'm a like I like I like like I'm a little slut dragon. He said, That's perfectly fine. He said, I personally don't give a fuck. He said, I actually like that about you. He said. It. So he basically said he liked the fact that I was a slut dragon, but I was also myself, and that that wasn't my whole personality, and how there was like these like ounces of nerdiness and geekiness and stuff like that so like mind you I had told him that I was into books and stuff like that this man literally asked me what books that I like I said I like books by black authors and he said what type of black authors and mind you y'all If you a real book lover, and you know, like, it's different type of black authors, you got the ones that got drama and shit like that. Like, this man literally took a liking to me. So, I remember, I was like, I want to go thrifting one day. And I was, I am y'all, I'm so (laughs) hyper-independent. It's just, I'm just, I'm just a man hyper-independent. So, I was like, oh, I'm going to go thrifting. And this man met me at the thrift store and said, mind you, like, all my shit probably came out to... $70 Seventy dollars at the thrift store, and if you ever been to the thrift store, you know seventy dollars is a lot of shit to have. This man said, "I'm gonna pay for her shit. Don't worry about it." And he was like, "And he was like, I know you. He was like, I know you like that bag, that bag, that bag. And he was like, choose two bags. And he was like, and he was like, oh, just take her out the line real quick. My bad. I'm so sorry. He gave he 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 went back to like the cashier and he apologized to her. He said he said he said, my bad. I'm just trying to surprise my lady, and she's just being a little stubborn right now." So mind you, this man was in the store with me thrifting, and mind you, he's like this designer dude. Like mind you, I'm totally different. Like he's into like designer and stuff like that, and I love a good thrift. <laughs> I love, I, I love thrifting. I really do. I really love thrifting. Some of my, some of my, some of my prestigious outfits that people like compliment me on have came from the thrift store, and we be like, oh my gosh, I love your cardigan. I'm like three dollars at the Goodwill. <laughs> So, mind you, so mind you, we, we're literally, like, thrifting and shit, and I'm having fun. He's having fun, and he literally says, and he literally says, I'm starting to like you for real, and he was, like, and he, and he basically, like, handed me, he was, like, it was just peaceful, not gonna hold you. Like, I didn't have any worries or any concerns, like, I have spiritual gifts, so people think like I can't see shit. Like people are like, oh, you wouldn't know if your partner was cheating on you. I wouldn't know because I have the gift of intuition. I've never had a high kick or a sense of what's kind Like I've always felt safe in his arms. It was the reason why we broke up because I had we had gotten to this argument. And I had felt embarrassed and I knew that I wasn't ready for a relationship. And literally, I was like, hey babe, I really feel like this is important to me. And He said, well, my family is important to me too. And I was like, Well, I feel like they disrespecting me. And he said, Well, he was like, he was like, they just come off that way. So mind you, I didn't feel like he didn't pre- I, I didn't feel like he defended me in front of his family. And we had to argument about that and I said, I can't do it. I said I need my man to stand up for me right then and there. And he said that he wasn't gonna be an explosive man in front of his what you call it, because he wanted to make sure that both sides was understood. And at the time I realized like family is important to him. And when we were about to get serious, he wanted me to, he wanted to introduce me to his kids. For me, myself, and I, the reason, the real reason why we broke up and the real reason why I tell people that we broke up is because of the, of the argument. But that wasn't it because we got over that shit and we, what you call it, the real reason why we broke up is because it got so serious to the point that it got so serious to the point where we came, and he was like, I think you should meet my kids. And I was like, I don't really want kids. And I know you're like, this, like, if you don't want kids, like, that should have been a discussion, all this other stuff. But for me, I honestly thought it was just going to be fun. And once it got to the point, like, as much as it hurt my feelings to be like, I can't be with this man, I didn't want to be a stepmom. So that's why we broke up. So when people say, oh, why did you break up? It's because I didn't want to be a stepmom. And for me, myself, and I, I didn't think the relationship was going to go that far. And when it did get that far, and we did get to that point where he was like, I think it's about time that we, you know, like start meeting people and doing certain things. It got to, like, me and his kids. I was like, I don't really think I'm ready for that. And he was like, well, I love you. And I was like, I love you, too. But I don't think that I'm ready to, like, you know, step into step mommy role. And he said, I get it. I understand. He said, motherhood is not for everybody. He's like, I get it. You're young. And he was like, He's like, I always love you. And I said, I always love you, too. And we broke up. And not going to hold you, like, <laughs> for a little minute, we would check in with each other. And I remember on our last check-in. Because after the breakup... Because after the breakup, he wanted to make sure that I was good. And I think then we was, like, there for, like, three months. Like, for three months, he made sure, like, I was good. And he made sure, like, I didn't date no losers. And he was, like... And I know you, like, he made sure you didn't date no losers. Like, I literally was, like... I know y'all going to be like, what? I know y'all trying to get back together. Um, no, we just understood it wasn't working out. And I literally told him, like, and, like, he told me, he was like, yeah, he was like, most niggas call me a simp. And he was like, so I get it. And he was so, mind you, like, if I needed him or something like that, like, he'd come back around and he'd spend a block. And as much as and and I can say this is the relationship where I didn't have as much sex as I wanted to, because at the time because at the time my p c o s was like really fucking up, and even though my p c o s was fucking up and all this other shit, like he was respectful, he was cool, he was nice, he was caring. He didn't bully me. He didn't make me feel bad. He didn't even say, Oh, you got to pop this pussy. Like, literally. I would feel bad because I couldn't satisfy him sexually for like two months one time. And so I would be like, Okay, cool. Like, what do you need from me? And mind you, I was always with him. I was always with him. And when I wasn't with him, and when I wasn't with him, like, he always made sure that everything was up to par. So like when people are like, "Oh, well, like how come you wouldn't get back with him?" It's because I don't want kids. So so to avoid that from now on, I've been telling myself like if a man has kids, I don't want to be with him. Because if a man has kids, then at some point if they get serious, then you have to be like, you get what I'm saying? Like at some point if a man has kids, you dead ass have to kind of like, you know, just think like if it does get serious then then what? And mind you, he had been like the type to marry his women and stuff like that. And he never bashed his baby mama. He never bashed he never bashed anybody. He never like like y'all know how y'all niggas be when uh, like he's another like quit the bed. She was like he was like he l he literally was honest. He said he said, he said, in my marriage, She said, he said, in my marriage, I was a fucked up man. And he said, and he, I said, what do you mean? And he was like, he was like, when I married my, um, girl, I was young and dumb. And he was like, as much as I love my mom and we we cool now, I had to like literally get off her tits. And I told myself that the next people who I would date, I would actually do the right thing by them this time. Because, and mind you, and he, and he talked about like great remorse. And he talked about like, he apologizes to the mother of his children and and how he still makes sure that she's still good, even though she put him on child support and and she still bashes him. And she's and he and he said he gets it because he said that in the relationship he was controlling, he didn't allow her to do much and because everybody was in his family in his ear, and he said that's not the man he wanted to be. And he said it took him a while to get to be to the man that he wanted to be, but he said that he said he said that he would be more understanding and kind and patient and things like that. And what really hurt my feelings was just all of that. And for me, I was like, okay, cool. So, he showed growth and development. And it was times where we would, like, have real conversations. And, and our real conversations and in times of, like, our real conversations and, like, honesty, a lot of stuff would, you know, come out. And he talked about, like, the type of man he was and how and how he didn't appreciate, like, how he was getting treated like that and things of that nature. So, for me, that was, like, one of my healthiest relationships I had because that was honesty on all fronts. And, like, I remember one time, believe it or not, like, he had a conversation where, and, like, mind you, I had felt bad because, mind you, my PCOS had came in. I was with, like, two months straight, so I couldn't have sex. And in the middle of it, he was, like... Like, he had, like, a real conversation with me, and he said and he said that he was sexually backed up, and he said that he didn't want to cheat, or he said he didn't want to feel like he wanted to cheat. So, he said that, he said that the stress was too much, and was there any way that we could, like, come down to a healthy middle ground, to something where I would feel more comfortable? And we literally discussed it, and I said, you're right, I totally get it. And he was like, thank you for understanding. And I'm telling you, that conversation was not easy to have. Because to hear your partner is sexually frustrated, it's like, damn, like, oh my gosh, like, I got to put out. And he was like, he was like, I get it, your body's doing what it's doing right now. But he was like, is there any way that we can compromise? And he was like, I'm not planning on cheating on you, so don't think that. He was like, he was like, I'm just letting you know how I feel so we can have an honest discussion and go for it from there. So in the midst of sitting there and going and having conversations, we we found something that worked out for me, for us, for like both of us to where we would both could get like pleased. So my so my so mind you, and so mind you, I can't tell you what we came up with the solution with, but we came up with the solution, and it did not involve him cheating and i had realized that i had been holding out because i had felt embarrassed and ashamed i had something i was like hey you know with this diagnosis i feel ashamed i feel like x y and z and yada 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 and he was and he and he was like i love you and i care for you and and you know i don't want to make you feel in that type of way but i feel like this is important to me and i said i feel like it's important to me too and i said i feel ashamed because i can't do this we liter we literally came and we did the shit that we that needed to be done. Not only did we do the shit that needed to be done, but it was kinda nice. Not gonna hold you. Um, I fell in love. With a man, and y'all say, oh, six months is too much. Call it to fall in love, but when you have like an honest partner, a respectable partner, a partner that loves you and cares for you and has your best interests at heart, it's easy to be a soft woman. And a lot of people often say, like, oh, you can't be a soft woman, or you can't be this, but you really can. Like, especially if you have like the partner that you're looking for, you could be the softest woman ever. And I can only could you be the softest woman. But you can be sweet, and you don't have to feel like you have to give up, like, sex and all that other shit. That was probably, like, one of my favorite relationships that I've had that was extremely healthy. The other one was when I was, my first one, I was 21. I ended up dating a dude, and let's just say things didn't work out because... We wanted to go to different things, and we had places that we wanted to go. Um, Literally, this is, like, right after my husband, ex-husband shit, and I had to, like, fucking bully my ex-husband just to get him to leave me the fuck alone. So, and now y'all, like, what? Crazy, 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 and we're going to talk about that in the bad part. So when it comes down to like positive relationships, like this was after my ex husband, and for me, I didn't want to date nobody, and I ended up dating a drug dealer. And I know y'all like what you dated a drug dealer. Yes, I dated a drug dealer. I'm talking about the socket, not the plug, not the person who y'all come to and be like, okay, can I can I get this? Like the real actual socket. Like most motherfuckers, I know some shit. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. But we broke up because we were, um, we broke up, not because he wasn't honest, but we broke up because he came and he had got an attitude with me, and the attitude that he had got with me came from, like, straight bullshit, like, to be completely honest, we broke up because I couldn't be his trap queen, and it got to the point where we was just like we was dating, like honestly we was dating. And I remember when I first met him, he was like, he was like, yeah, I do this, but I plan on stop doing it soon. And he was like, and he was like, I've been watching you for a while and some shit like that. And he was like, don't think of it creepy of me and he was like i've been hearing about you and stuff like that and i told my homeboys like that's not true and i said and i said even if it is true i was like why is everybody so onto you and i figured out why and he was like he was like you're a cool ass person so we dated for like i want to say a year and he didn't stop no no we dated for 3 months cuz he said that he was going to stop in 3 months and mind you, he was like, okay, he didn't stop, and he, and mind you, he said, he said he can't stop because he love the game too much, and he was like, and he was like, he loved the game, but he's like, he liked me, but he loved the game more, and he was like, and he was like, this not lifestyle for me. We eventually decided to break up three months later, and once we broke up, like, we was real cool, so we was still cool for, so for like six months, like, we was still kicking and shit, we wasn't fucking, but, we was like still cool and he still respected the fact that you know that I could talk to other people and it wasn't like he was like obsessed and shit like that like we was still cool like mind you like I, like, I mind you like he introduced me to his new girlfriend and I think they married now with some kids and I think she holding him down during his bed but because because he got caught up not gonna hold you oh I got caught up doing some dumb shit And what I mean by old boy got caught up, like, old boy literally came and got caught up doing, like, the most retarded shit ever. And I know y'all, like, what is the most retarded shit ever? Like, how, like, what, like, what is the dumbest thing you get caught up for? So, basically, I can't say what, but he got busted. And his girlfriend, at the time, who he introduced me to, is still holding him down. And I'm not going to hold you... When I met her, I was like, ooh, whatever. And he was like, like, yeah, this is my ex. And mind you, his girlfriend, she was like real insecure. I'm not going to hold you. She was like... (laughs) She was just real insecure. And I know y'all like, what do you mean by she was real insecure? So, I was like a non-factor. Because when he started dating again, I left him alone. I was like, you know what? Like, literally, like, after the breakup, it took us like... It literally took us two weeks to realize, like, you know, it's cool or whatever, right? And I know you're like, well, like, oh, like, we just cool. Like, it was no sex, no nothing. So, like, once we broke up, like, that's when we stopped fucking. And it took us, like, two weeks to, like, kind of figure out if we was going to be cool afterwards or not. And I told him, I said, I'll be cool with you until you start dating again. And he was like, oh, man, like, I'm going to miss you because you a dope personality. And I know that we ain't work out. So, mind you. He started dating this girl, and I said, I think I don't really want her to feel no type of way, and he told me he he wanted to start dating again, I said, I want her to feel no type of way, so I made my presence less and less and less and less and less, so as much as I was like, oh, y'all was cool, y'all was like, nah, I made my presence less involved in his life so one day he called me and he was like hey i was like why are you calling me i thought you were talking to some girl and he was like yeah she just don't believe it you know i'm over you and we don't talk no more and i was like what oh my gosh so so mind so my He was like, Oh, if you dating somebody we could do a double date. If not, I don't want you to feel awkward. So my Jew during the whole dating stuff, she was like sizing me up and I was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Like I'm gonna pay for my own shit. She was like, Oh, you will I was like I said, and I lied. like I literally had to sit down here. I was like, Ma'am, I'm twenty one. You're you're you know what I'm saying? And as much as you think that I'm finna sit here and beg you and bully you, I'm not gonna bully you about this, man. And she was like, well, I just have it. And I literally told her, I said, look, I said, and I just basically told her, I said, look, you know what he do, because he's very upfront and honest. And I said, for me, I said that wasn't a lifestyle for me. We decided that after we broke up that we would be cool and then we would, you know, keep in conversation. But I said, and I literally told him... And I literally told him like that I wasn't gonna be it and stuff like that. And I said I don't want you to feel insecure nothing like that. So if it helps you feel better and da 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 da, I won't talk to him. She, of course she got me. She's like I don't need you talking to him. Um, and she went off like oh this is my nigga this is my dick. all this other shit and I was like okay fine cool whatever like whatever floats your boat like whatever makes you happy <laughs> Kathy. So you know she's she made her point and I left him alone like you know and they got they got together and they got married and later on she apologized and she was like because later on like before they got engaged and shit, she like came back to like years and she was like hey i don't know i don't know if you remember me and not all this other stuff but not gonna hold you at first i felt some type of way because you know you the ex-girlfriend and he huh? you know what i'm saying and he was, and she was like, and she was like, at first, like, you know, behind closed doors, like, he will mention you, and I ain't, you know, think of shit like this, and I thought he was comparing me to you, and come to find out he was never comparing me, I was like, girl, do you honestly think I'm gonna fight you over a nigga, like, a uh, man, and she was like, well, he proposed to me, and I said, I'm, I said, I'm happy, I said, I'm glad that he found his match, I said, I really wanted him to go find out his person, and she was like and she was like, Oh well, I just you know, sometimes I just be OD and I was like, Girl, it's perfectly fine, girl. Because 'cause I've been a uh, girl, I done been OD. Now to talk about the negative relationships, right? Oh, to talk about the negative relationships I've had. I was with a dude on and off for seven years. And I know we talk about like being on and off, like what you call it, like I mean on not broke up with a nigga and a nigga used talking for like a year and then come back and in the picture. And so, mind you it took me seven years to get rid of a fucking soccer. It took me another I was seventeen, nine nah, to get rid of another soccer. And these relationships I realized that when I got into them, 17 or 9. hmm And these and this soccer stalker, is the soccer still here. But mind you, it took me nine years to figure out how to deal with these men. And in these relationships, they were trying to explode me for sex. Always trying to pay me for sex. Always trying to, like, throw money at me. They didn't care how I felt. I always had to put out. I've always had to be the problem. I've had to be the antagonist. I've had to be everything but a child of God. To these men for them to respect me. And the difference in my positive relationships versus my negative relationships is the character of these men and their and their level of honesty. And I know you say, oh, well, why don't you just trust these niggas and shit like that? But I can tell y'all the difference right now. If you with somebody and a dude is not honest or caring or loving or patient or kind or is even these things to you, where you can't even say certain shit, like, that's not a nigga for you. And I know people like, oh, you have to be soft, or this era. I can tell y'all right now, I'm not soft, and I'm not... Well, y'all be like, oh, I want me a submissive or a dominant. Those are fucking kinks, please stop saying that shit out loud. But, to the people who be like, oh, I want my woman to be soft, and all this... I've never been a soft fucking woman. And all my relationships, they will tell you that shit. Like, I will literally tell you exactly what the fuck I want up front. And I expect that treatment. And if I can't get it from you, if I put up with you, I might be silent about it. But that don't mean I'm happy. So, when it come down to, like, being silent and submissive, I've never been that. So, when, when people are like, oh, you probably got that treatment because you were silent and submissive. No, 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 no. And my positive relationships to be completely and utterly honest. I dead ass sat there and when I say I literally sat there and had a full-blown fucking conversation, I dead ass did. And you can say, "Oh, well, like what do you mean? Like you had a real conversation." Like one of my arguments with like my very like my favorite relationships cuz we dig into arguments. And one time we got into an argument about um we got into an argument about Let's go, let's, let's, let's go talk about an argument that kind of made us realize that we, you know, some other shit. So, mind you, we were sitting there, and while we were sitting there, the conversation came up about me wanting kids. And he said that I'll be a great mother because I was a great teacher. And I said, I don't want to be a teacher because I don't feel like I'll be a great mother. He asked me, Why don't I feel like I'll be a great mother? I literally sat there and I said, What makes you think that I want to be in a relationship? I said, What makes you think that I want to have kids? And he was like, Because you chose me. And he said, I have kids. And I said, I personally don't want to have kids. And he was like, And he asked me about like, my position as a stepmom. And I said, I wouldn't mind doing it. And he was like, He wants more kids. And I said, Quite frankly, I said, I don't want to have kids. And I literally told him, and he was like, he was like, it's something else. And I told him the real reason why I didn't want to have kids. And he understood me, honestly and truly. And mind you, I did not say it like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to ha-. I said, I don't want to have these fucking kids because of X, Y, and Z. And I said, I feel like you keep on fucking begging me and telling me that, oh, I should want to have kids because I do great at this. And I said, it honestly scares me to have kids because of X, Y, and Z, and da, 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 And I said, if and I said, if you really fucking fool's fucking with me, you would understand that. This man said i get it i get it and he said i can understand why all that passion is behind it because honestly i'd be afraid too so he was like i apologize for what you calling but he was like but he was like he was like can you be a little bit nicer to me so mind you so mind you so mind you while i'm being like a little bit more nicer and shit to him cause you know he had to check me on my tone you know what I'm saying he said he said he was trying to attack me stinker butt he basically came in and did what he had to do what blew me was not gonna hold you what blew me was he was like I love you and I it, and I'm gonna fuck with you forever he was just like I really want kids and I really don't want kids so I don't want to put you in a predicament he was like oh be find what you're looking for and you know we joked about it and shit like that so when it comes down to like oh you have to be this soft woman and all this other shit you don't have to be a soft woman you just have to be your fucking self and I realized that all my relationships that have worked out it's because men have accepted me for exactly who I am and when it comes down to tone and verbals and shits like that, like, honestly, I have never changed my tone to talk to a nigga. And y'all can be like, oh, well, I do not change my tone to talk to a nigga. <laughs> I'm still up for am I still say what I mean. I still say what's on my heart. And I still say what's there. And when people talk about, like, how's you get into these relationships, it's just because I didn't put up with no bullshit. And I decided to, for a good little minute, that I could be alone and by myself. Like, I'm not gonna hold you. In between these breaks of great relationships, I've had shitty relationships. And my problem has never, ever, ever, ever been with certain things. So, to be honest, so just to be honest, like for real, for real, I've never been a soft lady. So, like, when people talk about, like, submission and shit like that, I've never been soft like that. So, when people talk about, like, oh, you have to be these things, you have to be as soft, and you know you don't. You just have to make up in your mind that you're not going to put up with no bullshit. And sometimes not putting up with no bullshit means you're single. Like, right now, I am completely and I am completely and utterly fucking, what you call it, So when, so when it comes down to it, you have to literally come out the woodworks and just say, just be yourself and have a standard. And I get it, it's not easy, it's not fun, but it'll work, you know what I mean? So try it out. And that's just the T, like, be yourself, have a standard, and honestly embrace that. Sometimes you might be alone, and sometimes that person might not come when you want them to. But I'll get I get to the second part later. Okay, y'all, so I'm back, and I'm not going to hold y'all. I had to take a fucking shit, so I had to come back. So, coming back, I want to finish my thing. A lot of y'all have come here to figure out, like, how did I get these partners and shit like that? And to be completely honest, how I got my partner and my shit like that is quite simple. So, when I got my healthy partnerships, I was honestly and authentically myself. As much as as much as I want to give y'all like these rules and regulations and the secret handbook, I was honestly and authentically myself, and I was not afraid to be by myself or so quote unquote lonely, and I did not let people tell me that tell me that my greatest years are here. For me, myself, and I, I personally feel like you don't have to be nobody but yourself. And if yourself is a hot, broken mess who's not together, before you go out there and dating, you should be dating yourself and trying to figure out who you are and what you like as a person. And not just, like, as a person, but for who you are, like, in general. A lot of times... A lot of times, if I'm being completely honest, y'all be thinking I have to turn y'all into this other shit. And then when y'all do that shit, y'all be letting these niggas who don't even know the fucking bare minimum of definition or the bitches. Because it's not just the niggas. Because some of you bitches is retarded too. Tell y'all that you're a masculine woman. That you're a feminine woman. Everybody has masculine and feminine energy. And if you honestly knew how energy works, y'all would be saying that some of the shit y'all doing is very feminine and not fucking masculine. That's why some of you niggas get mad at the word zesty and sassy. And that's why some of y'all get so upset when people tell y'all that y'all being emotional. But honestly, if y'all really knew how energies works and y'all knew more about you and y'all triggers and y'all actually did the healing work and actually took the time to date y'all before trying to jump jump on somebody else and use sex as a coping mechanism, y'all would honestly realize that if y'all take sex out these relationships and money, that a lot of y'all don't have shit and come with these bitches and y'all really don't like them because I can tell y'all right now as somebody who's dated somebody with money and for money as somebody who's dated somebody with and for money it gets very 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 very, very, very ghetto because to them, their money is their personality, their money and their sex. So when they can't provide money and sex for you, you see that the person that you're with is not a full person or a person who has the ability to have emotional connections because they haven't healed. And when people be like, oh my gosh, you haven't healed, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. You're right. You haven't healed and you haven't done what you're supposed to do. And the reason why... And the reason why you have not healed and you haven't done anything is because you refuse to spend time with yourself. So because y'all keep on looking for outside validation in y'all self in these relationships, y'all not getting the shit y'all need. Because some of my best relationships, like I said... I didn't want kids. I know I'm not good with kids, like, to actually have in my vicinity, and my partner, because right now, I'm in my era of selfishness, and not only am I in my era of selfishness, but I genuinely prefer to be, like, I want my partner to have only time for me right now. Why? Because, you know, I just really want to be selfish, not going to hold you. I want to be selfish these days. I want to be completely and utterly selfish with my lover... Why? Because at this point in time I wanna have fun. Y'all, I have finally learned to me the Ps and Q's and the basics of relationships, like what's narcissistic, what's not narcissistic, what's healthy, what's not healthy, how things are gonna go. I kinda figured out what I like and what my type is and things like that. But it took time to get here. And mind you, I started dating when I was thirteen and I was and I was getting dated by fucking pedophiles, grown ass men. So I had to unlearn grooming and a whole bunch of other shit and a whole whole bunch of other stuff i had to learn that sex is not a fucking personality the fact that i'm a slut dragon is not a personality it's just a part of me that that's that's why i look at my only I'm like it's just a part of me like yes that's a part of me that's the slut dragon but the part of me that's not a slut dragon is a nerd and all this other shit so people talk about like oh how do you feel about this and how do you feel about that baby I feel like, shit, let's get it popping. Let's get the the party started. Let's, Let's get the party started. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because for me, myself, and I, I've taken the time out to study me and what I like and what I don't like versus what it is versus what it's not. A lot of people come up here and be like, okay, I can't believe you like this and I can't believe you like that. I can't believe you... Bro, the niggas who really fucking fuck with me and have dated me and have had really good rapport with me know that I'm a fucking nerd, know that I'm geeky, know why I like to be called fucking potato. And what I mean by that is the niggas know why the niggas know why they call why I'm called potato. And you can say whatever you want to say. But they know where potato comes from. They know what it's like. They know what it feels like. They know like all this other shit. And to be completely and utterly honest, they know me for real. And they and nine out of ten, I probably have not fucked them the most because my personality is not how much money and I make how nasty I can be in bed. Because not gonna hold you, I could be the nastiest slut dragon. Ever, but that's not my personality. Like, I don't make that my whole like aesthetic. That 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 that's that's all when it comes down to like my only things. People are like, oh well, I thought you know you'd be more at this, and I'm just like, You gotta pay me to do that shit. It's a fee. It's a real fee <laughs> to get that type of treatment from me. So when they hear things like that, they're like, Oh, I thought you were just this, and because they because they don't see me as a person. They don't really want to talk to me and want to get to know me anymore. But honestly, at the end of the day, completely and utterly honest, at the end of the day, I can truly and honestly say, respectfully, I can truly and honestly say, that my healthiest relationships came from me just being myself. I didn't have to pretend to be nobody else. Like literally, the niggas who date me know I'm a big fry baby. <laughs> yeah, I be so thugged out. Yeah, I be so thugged out online. I be like, man, fuck these niggas. <laughs> In private, bitch, I'm a baby. I'm I'm the biggest baby you ever going to meet in your whole entire life. And before y'all say, like, y'all know what I mean by, like, I'm the biggest baby that you going to ever meet in this lifetime. Baby, I'm the biggest baby that you going to meet. And the reason why I say I'm the biggest baby that you ever going to meet in this lifetime is because, and I can say it because it's true. Cause I can say it, cause it's true. But I'm a biggest baby, y'all. I be in there crying. So like, all my healthy relationships, I be. In. I'm the biggest baby, y'all. I cry so, y'all. I cry so much. <laughs> and I know y'all gonna be like, what? <laughs> Y'all, when I say I deserve pretty, pretty princess treatment, that's what I mean. So, y'all, one of my healthy relationships when we broke up and when we was, like, joking with each other, like, we was mad in front of everybody, but in private, we was real cool about the breakup because we just knew it wasn't going to work out. Me and this dude, like, I was with, I was at this dude's house so often, and, like, he'll go to work, and I'll be at the crib. Y'all, I used to be, like, in this house naked. <laughs> Sitting on this man's couch, playing his game. Talk about something, babe. My mom was about to beat this bitch and got away. I know you couldn't beat her, but it's like right here. You see this shit right here? And like, he'll come home and he'll be like, I miss you, sinkerbug. Y'all, I'm the softest, most, I'm the biggest crybaby ever. Like, this man came home, y'all. I made this man food. I made this man, y'all. Y'all gonna call me country for this, but I made him okra. <laughs> okra and if y'all don't know okra and how like it's not hard to make but it's easy to fuck up and if you don't do it right it's just not good I made this man okra with yellow rice and baked chicken and I kid this man came home to a clean house laundry folded clothes cleaned up my ocd was on 10 y'all this man said i got you some ice cream think about from work today because i know how much you love this little shit that you tried out and i know how you like the little cookies and cream version y'all i did ass cry (laughs) just for the ice cream consideration and he came home and he fucked my brains out (laughs) So, mind you, this man was at work all day. I was at the crib <laughs> cooking, cleaning, lay back. And I made this man like, y'all, yeah, I require so much emotional intelligence and like emotional vulnerability from my partners that this man was like trying not to tell me that he was like feeling away. And I was like, I don't like when you don't tell me that you feel away. I want you to talk to me. Da 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 da. Yeah, I literally cried because he wouldn't tell me how he felt. When he told me how he felt, I was just like, it's okay, single butt. You want to talk about it some more, or do you want to say it right here? Because I just want you to know, like, that it's a safe space over here. So the niggas who have had positive dating experiences from me have gotten soft softness. Okay, the niggas who want to try my gangster have gotten fucked. Nigga, find out run them pockets right now. And this ain't even talking about like a healthy sugar baby relationship. And as much as I want to sit there and say like that, it's giving that. It, it's not really giving it. And to be completely honest, I can't tell y'all the tea. And what the truth is of the matter. Because the truth of the matter is... <laughs> I ain't gonna tell y'all how to run these niggas' pockets and do it healthily. Because that took years of game to get me. I feel like people charge for their information. And when y'all want to talk about, like, people charging for information and stuff like that, I really genuinely feel like y'all gonna have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> to figure out how I was getting paid big bucks without having to pop that punani. But that's not the point. And I ain't come here to bully y'all. I just came here to say like, if you want a healthy relationship, just be yourself. Because the real people who know me know that I'm country. Not only am I country, is fuck. <laughs> I'm really selfish. I'm a big ass baby and I'm really nice. But you only get that if I feel safe with you. And my whole thing is, unlike most of y'all who have these, like, codependencies and, oh, I don't want to leave this person in it and all this other stuff. And I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm codependent on a few people in my life right now. I'm not going to hold you. I don't like that for me. But... But when it come down, like, to, like, the romance shit, like, you need somebody that's gonna be able to understand you and protect your boundaries, like, you, like, if you know you are not so sex-craved that you need sex every day and you need to be, ah, I need to be be on on some shit today, then you'll be perfectly fine being by yourself, like, because if a partner do something to you that you don't like and you just want to stick around because you're afraid to be by yourself, you're always going to be by yourself because you're never gonna be happy. And for me, myself, and I, I don't, I don't consider myself to be alone because I know, like, I enjoy my own company. Like, I tell people, like, I'm I'm what they call an ambivert. I think it's ambivert or ambivert. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ambivert. Basically, I could be by myself or I could be in a crowd of people, and I could be still fine. It don't mean it doesn't mean that I don't like crave companionship every now and again because I do, and I' gonna hold you. But I can stay by myself and be perfectly fine. And if you don't believe me, y'all, me and my best friend have had conversations. And I was like, if my best friend was to leave me today, how would that make me feel? Imagine we have eight years in this relationship. So I was like, yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to be what you call my I have to rearrange some shit. But I would be perfectly fine if my best friend said, fuck me today and decided not to fuck with me ever again. And the reason why is because I'm not a jealous little something something. And a lot of y'all be like, oh my gosh, but that's eight years. I'm like, yes, it's eight years, but I could be by myself. A lot of y'all have failing relationships and not happy relationships. Or y'all relationships don't end on no good terms because y'all are codependent too codependent. Like before y'all get into these relationships, y'all don't never like this establish that y'all could be on your own by yourself. That y'all could do the stuff that y'all want for yourselves. And guess yeah, so what? It's harder as a woman to like, you know, get certain jobs and get higher paid jobs and certain shit like that in certain industries. Cause there's certain industries I want to be in and I can't get in because they say I'm a girl. But like the shit that I ask for men I could do for myself. Like I tell men to treat me like pretty pretty princess treatment, but I treat myself like pretty pretty princess. Okay. y'all last week I went to the fucking zoo and I know I didn't post it on social media because I did, I just didn't feel like it was you know for social media to know I don't think I posted it on social media but I let myself have a private date of myself I require privacy in my relationship so I practice it I went to the zoo, y'all. I had a blast, y'all. Your girl was looking cute. Pictures is on the vine. Cold-ass weather outside. Looking at the bears, y'all. I really honestly want to put, like, the little video clip and shit like that, y'all. It was so much fun. I can't tell y'all exactly what I did at the zoo, but I had so much fun. So, like, I require privacy and a person to take me out and show me a good time. So, I show myself a good time, y'all. I went to the zoo. I got lost in the zoo, which is kind of... Funny and scary at the same time, cause when you think about it, you be like, damn, dog. <laughs> you be like, damn, dog. Like, I can't believe this right here. <laughs> like, you be like, damn, I can't believe this right here. And before y'all say, oh my gosh, what is it that you can't believe? I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe I was that close to a tiger. No, a kangaroo. And A V boxing like the the kind of fight kangaroo. And y'all, it really lived her life. Oh, <laughs> but literally, I literally exed, I'm comfortable now. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, literally, I had exed, I had, I had like, I asked ex- for my partners to spoil me and give me quality time and not always fuck me. So, at the end of that day, I didn't fuck myself. I wanted to, but I did. <laughs> I fuck myself the next day. But, like, the things that I ask for, are a partner, like, sexual control, emotional availability, y'all. Yeah. I'm so honest with myself emotionally now that if I ever tried a lot of myself and be like, this doesn't bother me, it bothers the fuck out of me, and I don't like that for me. So, I can be honest and say that it bothers me. I don't want to have kids, and I know where that comes from. I talked for seven years. I keep that shit. Um... And that's what I want from my partners, but I'm, like, not to want to have kids. And as much as people say, like, oh, this, like, nah. Like, niggas be like, I know going to change your mind. No. Yeah, my mind, he has only changed for, like, adoption. <laughs> and it's because I'm like, you know what? I could probably adopt a little motherfucker in my 30s. You know what? You know, give him a little something, something. show him a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? Can't shave him all shit. Might just get too <laughs> But yeah, like I want a partner that don't want to have no kids. I'd be like, I want a partner that know how to show me a good time, y'all. I show myself such a good time, y'all. Like my job, I used to take like many vacations and many trips. Um, when my ex broke up with me, like he stopped sending me flowers, so I had to start buying myself flowers, y'all. I have yet to buy me flowers, cause you know my finances. But you know, we get in there. <laughs> we getting there you know what I mean because your girl wants some real bouquets of flowers and I don't want to put another y'all to be honest I have not bought myself no new flowers because my baby Keisha needs a new pot okay like she needs a whole new pot and I think like a whole new pot for her would be like I want to say to get the oil and soil and stuff like that I think that'll be like I want to say, y'all, because Keisha is growing. My baby Keisha is growing so well. It's so beautiful, y'all. Um, But she needs a new pot. And she needs to be outside. Um, She's an indoor plant, but she needs to be... She's like a whole new sanctuary and a whole new place. And I don't want to get her no new flowers. And she like, bitch, now you know you could have got my motherfucking... Um, <laughs> my new dirt and my new pot. But, girl, I don't know what to get you. And I don't want to uproot you too much and too tough. Because you know mommy loves you <laughs> and mommy loves you but you know what I mean so let's just um get off of it because honestly yeah I got sidetracked I'm so goofy and so country but <clears throat> too comfortable on a podcast but basically in so many words like my healthy relationships came from me just being myself and me being honest. And the things that I ask for my partners, I give myself. So, when I be like, I want a man that's emotionally available, I'm emotionally available to myself. So, if I feel the certain type of way, I'll be like, man, I'll be all right. I literally sit there and I, like, deep dive deep into them bitches, y'all. I have literally cried. And I have, like dug deep. I'm like, I don't want a man that just use trauma as an excuse. So, when I find that trauma in there, yeah, I literally stop and I work on it until I figure out the root of my trauma and how to work on it actively. And I purposely, I purposely, like, watch myself. So, the secret is to be the person that you want to be already and date yourself. So, when there's somebody come up to date you, you can just add on to it. And be able to stand on your own two feet and be able to walk away when your partner is disrespecting you. A lot of times we say, Oh, my partner cheated, my partner did this, my partner did that, and that should be hurting our heart. And some of us can't come back from that. Like me, I can't come back from that shit no more. Not again. (laughs) <laughs> Ain't no forgiving, baby. You did what you did, and you did it intentionally, okay? Because I've been toxic. That's why I've had toxic partners. And it's not to say that if you're toxic, you're gonna you're gonna attract the toxic person. Because you can be toxic and attract the healthy person, but. In order to keep and maintain a healthy relationship, whether it ends or continues or it stops or it doesn't stop, you have to have that honesty. And being completely honest, you have to be honest with yourself like, do you have trauma? Are you afraid? Are you afraid of commitment? What is it that you don't like? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you don't want to do? How do you feel about yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you not love yourself? Because... As much as I could want to love you, if you don't love yourself I have an idea, idea, idea of how to love yourself, you will never love me the same way that I want to be loved and treated. So to so you, maybe may be like, oh, I'm giving my best, I'm giving my best, I'm giving my best, but your best may be a colorist-ass person or somebody who has a bias to women who are like men. You hate women and you don't know it because you, you ain't touch up on that mama trauma yet. So, that's why why I tell niggas, like, nah, you can't just dig in my guts. Like, I'm not your emotional playground. I'm not, my pussy is not your emotional playground where you put your feelings in me and you just, I'm good now, love. No, the fuck you're not. You're giving me your trauma. And, sir, I've got enough trauma to unpack me for a lifetime. (laughs) And sometimes when I think I'm done, like, sometimes that shit hit. And sometimes that shit, like, ah, that's a whole new, now I got to dig under the surface of that. And guess what? It's life. So, guess what? I have been turning out niggas left and right. Why? Because it's not my cup of tea. Like, I don't want no nigga that just want to dig in my guts. I don't, want a nigga that, I don't want a nigga that just want to like, nah, That's just not my type. Especially not my speed. Especially if ain't giving up no money. Talking about some oh, you do it because you love me. Nah, nigga. Talking about I want to make love. Niggas don't even know my fucking middle names. Yeah, let alone want talking about making love. Niggas don't even know that I'm country as fuck. Talking about they want to make love. And honestly, it's just a bunch of horny ass niggas who will fucking lonely and desperate. And because I won't give my pussy up or go down a desperation lane, you niggas talking about something, oh, well, you, you're Holy bitch, I'm not lonely, I'm actually happy that you lame-ass niggas is exposing y'all selves, and if y'all see that nigga's lame, say so fuck it, and if y'all gonna fuck with a nigga, fuck with a nigga, how y'all gonna fuck with a nigga but don't ever, but don't ever let a nigga think that he that nigga, cause he fucking on you, be like hey yo, you a trick trick, and if he can't take that shit, that's something that he gotta go deal with, and I'm telling y'all right now I, it's been days where I purposely do not put up with people and they shit, call it what you want, bitch, fuck you you know what I mean? So, people talk about, oh, you're lonely. You feel like you're alone. Bitch, I don't feel like I'm alone. As a matter of fact, I feel happy. So, the secret to successful dating is to be at peace with the fact that you may get a good dude and you may not get a good, a good person. Female, male, whatever you is. But, be yourself and be honest with where you at in life. And not only while you being honest, do what you're supposed to do and do what you can and love yourself. And with that being said, I'm done talking. I'm done hearing myself speak. So, with that being said, make sure y'all tune in to the podcast. Make sure y'all tell a friend to go, tell a friend to go, tell a friend to go, tell a friend. And then if y'all want to follow me on OnlyFans, y'all can go follow me. That way I'm like the best blood dragon ever. Y'all to follow me on social media. I can go do that as well. Um, Basically, my social media is what it's going to be. Um, so my social media, well, I said it like that. My social media for my Instagram and my Twitter is J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A underscore, underscore. Um, and if you want to follow me on Snapchat, that's Justria 96 And then don't forget to follow my OnlyFans. It's not free. Um, and you will pay for con- special content in there. So, you know, it's a little expensive over there because she is expensive. Um, but... Yeah, y'all gonna give me that. Uh <laughs> Give me my gods. <laughs> so, with that being said, just like, honestly and truly speaking, I think, I'm saying I think like y'all should know. I'm just done, y'all. So, like, shit, fuck it. Y'all, if you're on Spotify, ask a question, what's some socials? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I talk about it every day, y'all. So yeah, this just the podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I gotta finish some shit. So I'm gonna talk to y'all later. And I love y'all. And I cannot wait to after October, cause bitch, we going back to the regularly scheduled podcast and as much as I, like, love this little horror thing, I'm not gonna hold y'all, I'm really feeling, I'm really feeling, the um, as much as I love doing this whole horror film shit, I really am feeling the, um, what is it called, I'm really, I really miss just having, like, regular commentary, because it's some shit I want to say so bad, because y'all keep on trying to get me banned and blocked off TikTok, I ain't say shit to y'all but the truth, I love y'all. Anyways, that's all I'ma say. With that being said, I love y'all, gang gang. I know y'all can't see me, but yeah, your girl has other projects coming up, and I'm just so excited. Um, I'm re- I really have nerd brain, and I I really honestly want to tell y'all a lie, and I really can't tell y'all the shit and the tea, so I'ma just keep it to myself, and I'ma hush up. But I just want to say that I love y'all. And I fuck with you, baby. <laughs> and thank you for tuning into the podcast and letting me talk my shit. Because, honestly, I'm country as fuck. The country is bitch. Not the country is bitch I ever meet. But I'm really country. And deep down in my heart of hearts, the people who know me for real know that I'm really that girl. So, with that being said, love you. <laughs> and don't forget to tell a friend.